This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. And if you've been tuning in lately, you know that Small Biz Florida is back on the road. We are attending and working the 2023 Florida Chamber uh, annual Future of Florida Forum. It is the premier event for business, government, educational leaders across the state of Florida. This year's theme is Race to 2023. It's all about strategizing where we want Florida to be in 2023. Uh, speaker list is incredible. Um, and uh, the information presented is uh, extremely valuable. And uh, listen, Small Biz Florida is, uh, is honored and pleased uh, to be part, just a small part of this event and covering it and bringing all the information to you, small business owners and operators from across the state of Florida. We've got with us uh, the man in charge, the man behind the mission here uh, at the Future of Florida Forum, Mr. Mark Wilson, who serves as the uh, president of the Florida Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Mark, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Hey, Tom, thanks for having the Florida Chamber here. It's a real honor. Absolutely. Um, listen, Mark, I got to tell you, I was uh, in the ballroom for your presentation, uh, the state of uh, business for the state of Florida. Uh, incredible presentation, uh, incredible presentation of data, uh, all that is going on. I didn't hear a negative number up there. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. As I always tell everybody, you know, the Florida Chamber is a small business too, right? We have under 50 employees. And uh, when, when you think about what makes Florida work, it's real simple. We're, we try to grow the private sector and we try to do that. Lo local businesses are what makes Florida work. And so when we think about, um, you know, whether it's, um, whether it's the number of people moving here, whether it's the startups that we have, um, you know, you're exactly right. Even we're going to announce later the, the state debt. Uh, we have the lowest state debt per capita at under $1,000 per resident of any state in the country, including the real small states. And that's because the economy's working. That's because small businesses are starting. Small businesses are working. People are buying things. They pay taxes. And then uh, that's just how it all works. And we're, we're trying to get the word out that it's all about local business. Right. So let's uh, start with, as we always do, uh, just a little bit of your background pathway to uh, your current role with the Florida Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so grew up in Illinois, University of Georgia. My favorite class was entrepreneurship. I sort of fell in love with this intersection of small business and, and policy, if you will. Um, after doing a few things after the University of Georgia, I ended up at the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, where I had a chance to, to sort of live out that intersection of policy, politics, and free enterprise. Uh, from there, I had an opportunity to go to the Chicago Chamber, and I ran the Small Business Council there, as well as the International uh, Division. Uh, we did a big annual small business expo with the Small Business Administration and the, the then Illinois Small Business Development Center Network. So I got uh, oriented towards this, um, you know, when I was up there. And then um, 
20 uh, uh, some years ago, uh, I got a call from Florida to say, hey, the Florida Chamber's got some big plans and, you know, would you want to be part of them? So I think I've had almost every role you can have at a small company. Just, you know, when you, when you run a small company, you have to do everything from right. the garbage to fixing right. the computers. And so I, you know, I've, I've done that. Nice. I've been our president for just over 10 years and, um, you know, Florida, the Florida Chamber is growing just like Florida is growing. And, right. Uh, we're launching some new initiatives here, and it's all aimed at at helping companies thrive in Florida. Nice. All right, just uh, give us the the short version mission of the Florida Chamber. Yeah, it's real simple. Um, our our purpose is to secure Florida's future. That's what our sign out in front of the Florida Chamber building uh, says. We're two blocks from the Capitol, and at the end of the day, we we literally are a voice for the business community to try to make sure that the right things happen at the Capitol. And because, again, if small businesses can can start and thrive, uh, then good things happen. It all comes back to that. All right. And purpose of the future of Florida Forum gathering each year. Yeah. So when you think about what it takes to run a, a great state like Florida, again, you have to have a private sector that's thriving. You have to create jobs all the time. And so we do a summit every single month in Florida. Uh, sometimes it's on workforce and education. Where's our talent going to come from? We do an annual summit on how to cut childhood poverty in half by starting more businesses in parts of Florida where businesses can be game changers. We do an annual transportation growth and infrastructure summit. And so um, we do that every single month. But then once a year, uh, we ask everybody to take a couple of days and, and get out of the current and say, OK, let's look at where's the world going to be in 10 years, 20 years. What about Southeast U.S.? What about Florida? What's what's the opportunity to grow Florida the right way? We look at lawsuit abuse. We look at transportation, workforce, tax climate, uh, the regulatory climate, the litigation environment in Florida, and 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 we try to get we we try to be futurists. And so we'll have over seventy speakers in two days, and it's all about twenty thirty and twenty forty, really trying to give local businesses, small businesses, a glimpse into where's Florida going. Uh, it's why we have the attorney general here. We have our secretary of commerce here. We have a, a state senators about to talk about health care and, you know, what's on the horizon in terms of making health care more affordable and competitive. So we're just it's a it's a peek around the corner. Yeah. And is this uh, a little bit of the Wayne Gretzky uh, helping small businesses kind of know where the puck is going to be? Yeah, that's in fact years ago when when that statement first came out, when people were talking about that, that's we we used to literally talk about that all the time. Is let let's talk about where the puck's going to be, not where it is. And so right. that's why we we see ourselves as we have a futurist role to play. And you know, an example would be Florida's going to have 2.8 million more people in it by 2030. Right. All 67 counties are growing, and we need to create 1.23 million new jobs by 2030. And so how are we going to do that the right way? And what, right. what we know, it's it's no different than what any small business does is you try to plan, you try to put your purpose, you know, and your alignment together with your team. And then you just have to execute, execute, execute. So that's what we're trying right. to do. Well, and again, you know, I got to tell you, Mark, I, you know, the more and more I'm, I'm engaged with the Florida Chamber Foundation and Florida Chamber, the more and more I understand just how good you guys really are and how strategically minded you are it, it, thank you everything that that you do it, it really has a purpose mm -hmm. an in game associated with it uh it really is it's it's solid strategic planning yeah we do our best and you know i uh, you were here earlier when i mentioned you know florida now has more 
uh, more small business startups right. than any other state in the country. And, you know, when you look at, you know, we're number one in the country for black owned businesses right. with employees yeah. and number two for Hispanic, number two for women owned. Right. And um, and and we're just so diversified. So many people want to come to Florida because we have opportunity here. Right. And, you know, what I love, too, about that comment is, is you're not just reporting data points. You're there. You know, you're creating programs, you're creating tools and resources to back all that up. Uh, you know, you, you can be number one uh, in new business startups, but then what do you do? And and but the state of Florida has answers to that. You've yeah, got, that's right. You've got partners and stakeholders that, that have an interest and in, in have the resources and the tools to help those people scale up and, and be successful. Yeah. And I'll give you I'll give you two examples that relate right back to small business growth. Right. So. When we talk about being number one in the country for small business startups and success, we look to Greg Britton and the Small Business Development Center Network to tell us what are the right policies, what, what are the right support mechanisms that the Florida Chamber can then advocate for. So we certainly can't do all of this by ourselves. We have to have partners, but then also our colleges and our universities, right? And so if you think about the nexus between small business and talent and colleges and universities, um, it's, it's pretty obvious when you sit and think about it, but it's not something that everybody talks about every day. So we're trying to make sure those connections are known. Right. And, and even your organization, the, the Florida Chamber of Commerce, you have multiple institutes within your organization that address all the uh, primary segments of, of industry across the state of Florida. Yeah, we, we do. And, and that's really to meet the needs of our customers, because if you think about it, we, we have so many members at the Florida Chamber and some people are interested in uh, knowing more about safety, safety in the workplace, and not just OSHA, but think of Narcam, think of fentanyl, and you know what are the best practices to keep our employees and our customers safe. Uh, other other companies want to know what's the future of autonomous vehicles, and you know, I, a, a small company with 20 employees doesn't have a 10 million dollar research budget to do it on their own. So when when we can put a lot of different companies together and share that kind of information. The, uh, like I say, the prosperity initiative, which is, you know, how do we go into, we have over, you know, 600,000 kids in poverty in Florida, but over half of them live in just 15% of our zip codes. And those zip codes happen to be where some of our worst performing schools are when you, when you think of it. And these are all our future workforce. Right. And so it's, it's in a local business's best interest to figure out, hey, what are these institutes, you know, whether it's learning how to run for office you know, we we need people like to talk about Democrats and Republicans and independents. The Florida Chamber likes to talk about how do we get better candidates that have signed the front of a paycheck before? Right. Because, you know, people who've taken risks and people who know what it's like to hire and fire and make mistakes and learn from it and get back up. Those are the kind of people that we need running for office, whether it's right. librarian or state attorney or state legislative office. Um so, yeah, we have an institute for pretty much anything anybody would be interested in. And it's really the secret to how we get so much done. Right. I, again, I continue to always be impressed uh, with your organization because you truly are completely immersed in every aspect of, of economic development. And I, you know, when one thinks of the chamber, you know, you, you, you sort of think about business and, you know, social events and that sort of maybe where it stops for a lot of people, but, but for the, the Florida Chamber of Commerce to be involved in poverty issues, I don't, I don't even, there's probably some people that can't even connect that, but 
But you guys do such an incredible job of connecting even those social issues to economic success. Well, Tom, I think what's important is that they're all economic issues. We, we can call them whatever we want to, and they can be in Key West or Pensacola. They can be about early learning or poverty or lawsuit abuse or property insurance or auto insurance. We, we can, or supply chain, we can call them what we want, but they, when you look at it through the lens of it's all about the economy and it's all about jobs, it's all about small business, um, then you can tend to see everything through a different focus. And I, I would just say this, you know, some people ask us all the time, how does the Florida Chamber, you know, how are you involved in so many issues? I, right. I liken it to your own, um, you know, someone's own investment for portfolio. You know, you might have 15 or 20 stocks or mutual funds in your investment portfolio. And if someone said, how do you keep up with all of it? You know, it's, it's really not about that. If you if you have a goal in mind, you have focus, maybe you have a, consult, a small business consultant that's helping you keep track of all of that. It's all about the outcome. And we never lose focus on if we can grow the private sector and make Florida more competitive in the process, then small businesses are going to thrive and succeed here. And by the way, when you have one of the best K through 12 systems in the United States, like Florida does, and when you have the number one rated colleges and universities in the country, like Florida has had for seven years in a row, when people move here, when they relocate from New York or Illinois or California or Texas, what happens is they get here and they say, geez, why didn't I do this 20 years ago? There's some, there's something, you know, and, and, you know, our governor deserves some credit for that. A lot of economic developers do, but at the end of the day, it's the small businesses that are actually taking the risk and doing it. They're the real heroes in the story. And, and I want to close on this too, because I just, again, I continue to always be impressed with all the resources through the Florida chamber, but I'm telling you, the the scorecard and the gap map, yeah. I, I use those constantly. Whenever I'm too. helping a small business owner put together a business plan, I am in those two, I'm in those two websites uh, pulling data. Really incredible tools. Yeah. So, you know, quick story about that is back in 2008, 2009, that time frame, long time ago, um, we had a governor back then that used to used to say something used to say she's beautiful, just talking about the state of Florida. Right. And you know, what's interesting is imagine a local business who didn't know his or her metrics on the company that didn't know if they were right. making money, losing money, if the customers were happy or not, but they just walked around all the time saying she's beautiful. Right. So we knew we needed a measuring stick, right? We talked about Wayne Gretzky earlier. Right. Um, you know, the other thing you learn in business school is you can't manage what you don't measure. Right. And we decided, you know, politicians, uh, a lot of them are really good people and some of them have run companies before, but with over 20 million residents um, and a changing media at the time and a term limited environment, you know, what would happen if we all had access to accurate information? You know, when you go to a doctor for a physical, you know, she runs vital signs and says, hey, Tom, how you doing on all these things from blood pressure to, to you name it? That's what we wanted for Florida. So we started talking about it in early 2010. And, the, and Wayne Heisinga Sr., the Heisinga family, was in the room when I talked about it. And he unsolicited, right, overnighted me a million dollars to the Florida Chamber in 2010. Wow. And we immediately... <laughs> One of those untold stories. Wow. Yeah. You know, we prayed about it, um, went over to the chapel at the state capitol. And by the end of the day, we said, you know, he 
wants us to invest in a new scorecard and nothing like it existed in the country before. So the floridascorecard.org and the floridagapmap.org were both created. And now we have hundreds of thousands of data points that measures everything from manufacturing to taxes, to obesity rates, to small business startups, to what's the future population going to be per county. So a small business now has access to tens of thousands of dollars yeah. worth of resources for free. All they have to do is go online. It's there. It's in a competitive advantage for Florida for sure. Yeah, my my favorite uh, my favorite box is the wealth migration. Oh yeah, mind blowing numbers. Yeah, it really is. And just to put a number on that, you know, we met every year the IRS uh, makes. Uh, in the aggregate, they make data available about, you know, what kind of income is moving from one state to another or one zip code to another. Now, of course, we can never tell someone's actual income, but we get it in aggregate. So you can see, um, for example, Florida is number one in the country by far. We have three and a half times the hourly net income migration moving into Florida as Texas does, and Texas is number two. But just to put a number on this, for example, the, the number is so big, we have to measure it by the hour. So right now, Florida gets $4.48 million of net income moving into Florida every hour of every day, nights, weekends, holidays. Places places like California are losing over $3 million an hour. We're gaining $4.48 million. So we're gaining about 7 or $8 million an hour uh, on places like New York and Illinois and California. We're gaining more than $3 million an hour on places like Texas. And the last thing I'll tell you is, you know, when you look at the debt we've paid down, when you look at 1,000 people a day moving to Florida, we're number one in the country for new business startups. When you look at the wealth migration that you just put on the table, you know, we're creating one out of every 13 new U.S. jobs right here in Florida. Wow. And I think the punchline on the program would be if, you know, if Florida was a stock, we'd be investing as much as we possibly could. The fundamentals are real strong and small businesses know it. Uh, we will end the questions right there because I don't know how you top all that, Mark. Um, I guess uh, to wrap it up, just uh, where do we want to be in 2030? The uh, the theme here is race to 2030. What do you want to see us? Uh, where do you want to see us in 2030? Yeah, so our, we're very strategic in what we work on, and we're very focused. We, we did something called the Florida 2030 Blueprint that told us that, you know, if Florida was a country, we would be the 16th largest economy on the planet. And if we play our cards right with the population growth, the business growth, uh, the wealth growth, Florida can become the 10th largest economy on the planet by 2030. That's South Korea, just to put a number on it. So what we're trying to do, the theme of this conference is race to 2030, but the strategy to do that is raising awareness. That's why we have over 70 speakers in two days who are really bringing to the forefront, what are we going to do about property insurance? What are we going to do about health insurance? What are we going to do to close this workforce gap that we have? You know, as I announced this morning, for every 100 open jobs in Florida today, we only have 76 people looking for work. And so we're going to have to look at second chance hiring. We're going to have to look at, at people with disabilities that want to work and are able to work. We're going to, we're going to really have to rethink what work looks like. Um, university degrees aren't for everybody. We have a skilled trades bonanza going on. There's opportunities for small businesses to hire people that can make six figures you know, repairing HVAC and uh, airplanes and things like that. And it's just, it's a small business opportunity like we've really not seen before. Uh, Mark Wilson, president, Florida Chamber of Commerce. Uh, listen, 
I cannot thank you enough for letting our little podcast be a, just a small part of of the, the big work you are doing at the Florida Chamber of Commerce. Well, there's a lot of people doing big work. Indian River State College is our yeah. prime sponsor here, and yeah. we wouldn't have been able to do this event without them and the and, and Tim and Michael and the good people yeah. there. So I hope you'll have us back on on a regular basis. Absolutely. Look forward to it. Um, thank you, sir, again. Incredible event. Uh, I am Tom Kindred. Uh, this is Small Biz Florida. It's, it's all about the race to 2030 right here at the Florida Chamber of Commerce Future of Florida Forum. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, lots more to come from the uh, beautiful Hyatt Grand Cypress right here in Orlando. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.